welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sajrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, and bonjour, and una, and priviat. It's really, really good to be with you again, and I'm so excited today. I'm a little extra excited today because you have a very <laughs> special guest, and that's Sunny Floyd, who's a business breakthrough coach and sales mentor. And I'm just so happy you're with us, Sunny. Besides the exciting things we're going to be talking about, I just wanted to uh, share with everyone who's the thing that I just love you so much, Sunny. I love your energy. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm super happy because of that, that you're joining us today. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I remember when we first spoke, it, there was like a real soul sistership going on, wasn't there? We were like, feel the love. <laughs> so I feel the same for you, Samir. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, cool. So before we jump into our topic of the day, so to speak, uh, would you just tell us more about who you are and what you do? Sure. Okay. So my name is Sanai and I live in the UK and I have been in my online coaching business as a business breakthrough coach and sales mentor for coming up for almost eight years now, which is like still blows my mind. Um, but my background is sales. So I have been actually 25 years coaching, mentoring and training in sales, both in the corporate and then coaching entrepreneurs in the online space. Um, and yeah, so in a nutshell, my job is that I help coaches to sell their coaching. And as you say, to make it fun and easy, um, because that's what it's supposed to be. So that's that's what I love. I bring the passion in to my clients work so that when they're coming from that energy then the sales is fun and easy because they're just operating from that that space of authenticity and passion that is so cool okay so so i'm just going to ask you to share with us like maybe a big problem that you see your clients struggling with because of which they're not able to be in that energy when they first come to you yeah, so I think that the biggest thing, I mean, most people say, you know, I want I want to attract clients, I want to make more sales, and I want to like lose the mindset of, of being feeling out of integrity or the discomfort of talking money. So they might feel greedy, and there's all this kind of ickiness and sleaziness that, that is loaded into the whole subject of sales and selling. Um, so that's what they come to me wanting. Um, what we do initially is, and part of the kind of really the, the, the thing that I bring to my clients is alignment. So they come wanting more sales and sales skills and, and coaching around sales. But what they actually go away with is, is that, but also the, the core fundamental, which is alignment. 
Mm. Now, when I talk about alignment, what I talk, what I mean by that is that absolute crystal clarity in exactly what you're here to do, who you're here to help, your, your passion, your purpose. When you're in alignment with that, then you're in that that space, that energy of of, of alignment, which makes you very magnetic. And it's what makes you unstoppable. You feel like you can move mountains when you have that energy of passion and purpose kind of driving your business, driving your actions. Um, so that's what I would say is the biggest challenge with people is, is drilling down. It's a lack of clarity in their true niche and their ideal client. So that, that's the answer. That's the, when you drill it down, it's that lack of clarity, which is actually a, a lack of alignment. Yes. And you know, I, I, I've worked with so many coaches and business mentors at this point in time and pretty much everyone gives the same advice because it's excellent advice that, you know, especially when you're a small business person, mm -hmm. it's really, really important that you become super, super clear about who your ideal client is and what your niche is going to be. And, and would theoretically seem to be like a fairly simple thing to do <laughs> but it turns out to be extremely challenging yeah. and I, I I know for me a lot of that had to do with like uh, you know so when a coach said something along those lines to me if I remember the first time it's like okay who are you going to serve who's you know going to be the niche that you're what's the niche that you're going to work with or work in it was like uh, i don't know i mean i had some vague sort of ideas because i wanted to help everyone yes <laughs> um and so then they gave me some ideas for how i could figure it out but they were all very like um like the, uh, the, the methodologies were like, okay, you can look at um, what identity labels people identify themselves by, because it's really good if you can get a group of people that has a strong identity label, because that makes marketing fun and easy. And then they give me some other tips for how you could identify, you know, a niche. But for me, <laughs> I'm getting more confused. <laughs> Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show.
yeah it's so confusing and all of that it just it kind of it makes me cringe it makes my toes curl because it is it really is about what 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 these these methodologies are showing you or, or teaching you is the answers are out there They're, the answers are out there somewhere you've got to apply this methodology or try this system or answer these questions and it has us looking externally for our answers and what the truth is is when you can turn inwards and go in the answers are all inside of you and what i've what i've come to understand and, and there's so many reasons there's multiple reasons why it's so challenging to kind of tap in um but essentially your niche is a combination of two things and that when you when you get this under sort of right that's when you have a very valuable proposition for your ideal client. So the niche comes from two things. It's a combination of your skills, the skills that you've learned through life. Your like for me my my niche comes from a combination of my skill set of selling. So I I'm I've been in sales all my life. Most many people's skill sets have come from their professional background, their um their experience in life you know they've navigated their own struggles so they've learned and honed this this skills they've learned about nutrition I saw you had a nutrition coach recently and she's learned this this knowledge and this wisdom and this skill that is important that's one factor so when you combine it with the the, the important piece which is your gift we're all born with a unique gift and that gift is expressed wholeheartedly in childhood until at some point you get told inadvertently or we learn by mistake that that gift in it in as we express it makes it us too much mm. or not enough yeah. so we swallow the gift we hide it we dim the light and so in my from what my experience and how i help my clients with this topic is you've got to look at the struggles that you've gone through repetitively throughout your life mm. because every one of those struggles is life trying to show you your gift so you'll notice there are themes and commonalities that 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 weave those experiences those those challenging times together and it may be how you respond or how you show up or how it hurts you whatever it is there is a theme that that connects all of them when you can drill into that you realize that oh my god all of those challenges all of those struggles all of that pain was life trying to show me where i needed to show up more or heal more or grow so it's often that final catalytic pain where you then got kind of thrown out the other side awakened enlightened in some way changed and that's what sets you on the journey to wanting to be a coach for example yeah so when you can weave those things together you you've realized this that was my gift and when i combine it with the skill then i have a very valuable proposition and your ideal clients just to complete this piece is always you is always you from a previous point in your life. So this is why it's not about looking externally like oh what are the best bits of all the my favorite clients that I've served. It's irrelevant. It's yeah. going in and saying what are my values? What do I what do I want? What have I where what have been the pains that I've experienced? Yes. And how do I want people to feel as a result of working with me? Right. All of the answers are come from within. So yeah. I know that was a 
huge doubt but I get very passionate about and when you can connect all of those dots that's alignment that's when you realize this is my purpose mm. everything I've experienced was has brought me to this moment yes and I, I especially loved what you just said I mean loved everything you were sharing and one of the just threads that I would love to sort of lift up of what you said say our ideal client is like a previous version of you because like for me that was a really really important realization um and I actually went through this just like literally a few days ago I was working with another coach and um I was sharing some of the marketing copy for a new ad that I had written up <laughs> and my coach was like, he knows me really well at this point in time and he was like, Samia, you're forgetting your ideal client. You're writing as if you're writing to yourself right now, <laughs> but your ideal client is not you right now because you know like uh, in my case it's i'm a happiness expert i'm a happiness coach happiness coaching right and so in my case what's happened is that at this point in time my level of happiness and inner peace is just way higher than most people's and i'm not saying that to show off it's just i'm saying that as a factual thing and i and i we actually have you know methodologies for measuring our level of happiness and when people take my courses you know we actually I actually teach them how to measure their own level of happiness and keep track of it over time right and so and there's lots of research that's gone into uh, you know how you create these measurements and you know all that so there's research that shows that most people like as a population are at a certain level range within a certain range of happiness. And so at a very simple level, if I were to explain it, if you think about it at a scale of one to 10, one being completely miserable and unhappy and depressed, severely depressed, and 10 being as amazingly happy as you can imagine being, most people are somewhere in the six to eight range. They're not actually depressed. Um, um, but you know there's room for improvement in their level of happiness so that's just factually where most people are and because I'm surprised that's so high to be honest you know it, it varies of course um, mm. people don't constantly stay there the, they have ups and downs but most of the time most people will say fall somewhere between six to eight and if you actually think about it six is not a very happy state of mind like from my perspective now it's what most people are used to uh and someone who's at an eight they think they're like really happy because they're mostly never experienced anything more happy than that uh, except in very rare moments and occasions like, so for most people, it's not even realistic to, to experience happiness, let alone sustain happiness at a higher level. But once you actually <laughs> begin to focus on, on your happiness and you realize, oh my gosh, 
it's something that I can choose and cultivate and grow, you know. And and so then, it's like now if I'm at an eight, I'm act. There's something wrong. Like there's something wrong because if it, I've dropped down to an eight.、Mm-hmm. Um, so、um, the point is that now when I'm thinking from my extra happy place. I think very differently. I think very、yes. differently from most people, and so I have to keep reminding and thank God my coach was there to remind me that Samia, no, you have to go back to how it used to be for you, and right from from that place. Yes, yeah, and I think that's that's so important because ultimately, that's when you re- re- recognize that, yeah, my ideal client is. Me from a previous point in my life. That's how you're able to create the communication that will deeply resonate, because you've walked in her shoes. You've、yeah. woken up with that feeling in your solar plexus that feels dreadful, that constant、yeah. nagging fear or unhappiness. You 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 literally know how it feels to be her,、yeah. and so your your coach is spot on when you can write from that place. That creates that powerful, resonant, resonating copy and content. That and that's when people will reach out to you and say, "Oh my God, it's like you're reading my mind," you know. And and that's when you think, "Yeah, I've, I've nailed it," because that's what you want to hear. You want to be able to to talk to people at that level where they think it's 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 almost like one of the things I, I say a lot to my my、uh, to people is. Don't get hung up on the numbers in terms of engagement, because、mm. your ideal clients—they're watching you, but they'll never engage on your stuff. Yeah. Because they're dealing with what's going on. They don't want anyone to know what's going on for them. They're in their own pain. They're they're, they're dealing with their own stuff. So they're not going to engage on your content, but they are watching you, and it's about trusting that. Yeah, and they want—they're the ones that will reach out to you out of the blue. You'll have never heard of these people, and all of a sudden they're reaching out saying, "Thank you so much for that post. It really spoke spoke to me today. How how can I work with you?" That's right. And that's when you start to attract people because you're talking to that that part of them that、yeah. they, they're trying to keep secret, but you know because you've been there. Yeah, and you actually just made me think about another case. I was recently. Connecting with another coach,、um, she was a fellow soul sister, and、um, you know she made some posts about boundaries. You know, having boundaries and what it means from her perspective to have healthy boundaries or not. And you know, she's an intensely spiritual person, and so she was writing from that. Very spiritual perspective, and when I read her post, I immediately saw what she was saying. Like I understood what she was saying; it made total sense to me. And you know, I responded to her, and I was like, "Oh yes, yes." And I said, you know, said some additional things, and she was like, "Yes, Sonia, you get me. That you're exactly on point." We were totally on the same page, but、yeah. turns out that she, the the post actually went viral in her circles, and actually most of the people who were responding to her were responding、um, like lashing out 
because again most people are not grounded in that in highly spiritual perspective mm -hmm. and so what they heard her saying they perceived it as wrong as bad as dangerous and as as promoting ideas that are not realistic and you know things like that and it it it's it just like you know uh, uh, at some level you know if you, we want our posts to go viral and we want lots of people to to like respond but the thing is like you don't just want people in general responding and reacting you want your ideal clients to be touched and to respond to you when they're ready uh, when a post goes viral like i've heard so many people talk about this who uh, like um i was watching hassan manaj who is um you know he's a stand-up comedian and at this point in time he's like will become really popular and he was talking about how he gets huge engagements on his posts at this point in time because he's so popular now but a lot of it's like just vicious and people just lashing out mm -hmm. and that's a very normal thing for for people who 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 you know are big and and mm -hmm. have have like people a lot of people influences yeah yeah yes, yeah exactly. yeah yeah so just because you have a lot of engagement doesn't mean it's good engagement doesn't mean it's relevant engagement doesn't mean it's going to translate into into clients for you let alone mm. ideal clients for you yeah absolutely i mean i've worked with people who have come to me with the opposite problem like rather than I'm getting no engagement. I'm not getting any clients. I've had people equally saying, I get all, all this engagement, but it's as soon as I put an offer out, it's crickets. There's, you know, what's, what's wrong with me? That's, that's the, you know, the, the question. And, and it's, it's about, okay, well, again, that's fine tuning the message. That's fine tuning your ideal client. Mm -hmm. But in terms of what you're talking about, Samir, and the, that the influences and the, the kind of criticism, I think that is just part of that process of as you as you become more visible you are going to attract that and it's about how you can hold yourself steady in the face of that um i've recently had some people on a facebook ads like really slamming my work um and it shook me and it really shook me um and it took my coach to kind of say this is this is what you can expect you're putting yourself out there in a really big way yeah. and you don't want to be vanilla you you don't you don't want to upset people deliberately but you've got to be authentic right and you've got to own what you stand for and own your truth mm -hmm. and sometimes there are going to be people sometimes there's just trolls and haters and people that are just intimidated or misogynistic or whatever it doesn't matter and they are those people but you are going to get the people who are happy to express their completely opposing opinion and it's just not being triggered by that because when you are triggered by that that's the ego trying to reassert her small self and and you know defend and there's no need really if you're in that state of like you say that higher state of consciousness yeah. you there's no no self to defend you're just right speaking your truth and i think that's that's when you can stand your ground and be really powerful and not not get triggered by this stuff
Yeah. It's their problem. It's not yours. Yeah. So that made me think of, especially when we're talking about sales and making sales fun and easy. I know one of the major problems that I experienced um, and that you just alluded to <laughs> is this rejection that you have to deal with and learn to deal with in better, more healthy, healthy ways. Can you share like a tip or two for how you can actually get to that place where you can stand in your power and not feel so triggered every time you get rejected? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the fact, uh, what I would say whenever you get triggered, sales or otherwise, but since we're talking about sales, whenever you get triggered, that's an opportunity to go in and say, oh my God, because you can only get triggered if there's a button to press. If there is a sore spot to be pressed and, and to be triggered, then there is something internally that perhaps needs to heal. There's a little girl or a little boy in there that that is acting out by that sense of, oh my God, I've just been rejected. So it's worth looking in and thinking, right, what, what part of me feels hurt by that? Yeah. Because it's it's not a rejection of me as such as this person's made a decision and that's fine so there's that side of it it's doing that deep healing to say it's okay it's they're not for me the other thing i would say is you can look at have a reframe here is rejection is protection because in their rejection of your service they could be an absolute nightmare <laughs> a client to work with and so as they reject you you get to move on and find that next perfect client who who just lights you up to work with and this person clearly is not for you otherwise there'd be a resonance there would not be a rejection right so again rejection is protection you can see it in that those terms um but yeah it's always about looking at okay it's just this one said no next you can't never get no you know you're always going to just have people that are perhaps tire kickers or time wasters or just you know can't afford you whatever so yeah. it's about just just saying that's okay it doesn't put me in a different position to before the call it was just you know i'm in the same position whether they said yes or no yeah that's right that's right and um i just was reminded like a very memory strongly came up for me right now i was um, a relatively new coach uh, having just recently started my happiness coaching work. It was like maybe two years into it or something. And I had actually made a big mistake at that point in time because I had been doing really well. And and then I, I was sort of finished with the amount of time that I had committed to be working with my happiness coach and mentor. And then I was like, okay, I can, I'm going to take a break now from working with a coach because I need to save some money and invest it into growing my business and so forth. And so I was doing that, but it was like, it had been, I don't know, like maybe a year or so since I'd been actively getting coached and mentored myself. And I didn't realize it, but it was starting to have an impact on me. And in this particular case what was happening I was at a in-person conference and I was like just talking to people about what I do and so forth which um, 
you know, it was something that I had gotten fairly used to doing. But I got talking with this like one group of ladies. And when I started to talk to them about how, oh, you can choose to be happy no matter what's going on around you. And this is a skill that you can develop. They were like giving me pushback on the idea that you can just choose to be happy no matter what. And I, I just remember this feeling of something inside of me sort of, sort of starting to feel small because of that, that sort of challenge that I was receiving and not being able to hold ground in that moment. Um, and just feeling like I was losing my confidence and mm. and um, and in that moment I mean I got through it but like later it, I realized oh what's happening is that I forgot that you know like when it comes to our emotions and emotional states you know, this is something I was even teaching other people, but not applying. <laughs> I forgot to apply it to myself. Is that you? You have to constantly be working on growth, because if you're not mm -hmm. growing, you're dying. You become stagnant, and before you know it, you're like slipping, <laughs> slipping down the other way. And you have to be constantly growing. And I had been, I, 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 I'd gotten overconfident in the sense that I was like oh I'm doing so great I'm so happy I'm doing amazing and I stopped I sort of stopped working on the growth piece for myself mm -hmm. I, I mean I was working on growing in other aspects of my life like growing in my skills and my knowledge as a as a business person and learning to handle my finances better and you know like there were all these other areas that I was working on growing in but with my own happiness and so forth I had just sort of been maintaining where I was mm. at but it was actually causing me to slip back and until I had that that experience of feeling not able to stand my ground and my confidence shaking when <laughs> um, I got challenged um I didn't I didn't realize what was what was happening so like you know coming back to what you were saying about when you're triggered there's some button to be pushed there's some healing that needs to be done and so it's, like it's, me, it's a beautiful yeah. thing it's a beautiful thing and even just your experience you've described yeah. there if if you would if, if everyone could just really own the notion that every external experience is a mirror Mm. And there is nothing in your external experience that is not reflecting back to you mm. what you are putting out there. So it's almost like these women giving you this pushback was a pure reflection of your own internal resistance to yeah. your stepping out into your power, really owning the fact that you are this incredible happiness expert. And so your self-doubt that was sort of simmering in the background really was being reflected back to you and that was where that that kind of pain started to come up yes. and you 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 took it and you went away and you learned and you grew from that experience so it's always about owning that everything that shows us what is going on internally and especially the painful things 
they are just gifts, real gifts. It's about noticing. And, and you know, on a sales call, for example, um, if you are getting lots of no's, for example, if you're having a run of no's, and I have coaches who say to me, you know, they've been working with me, everything's on point. We know everything's on point. The messaging, the ideal client, the pricing, the packaging, everything is on point. And then when it comes to the sales calls, they say, I'm just constantly getting no's. I no after no after no. And that knocks their confidence and they start saying, right, maybe I need to reduce my price or maybe my avatar is wrong. And because we've done the work, I say, no, we need to look at what else is going on internally for you. And I have one specific example that I share quite often because this is just, this is so peachy. It's the perfect example to illustrate this, this point. Um, this client was in exactly that position. She Everything was on point, but she was getting no's constantly. And I can't afford you, more specifically. Mm. The I can't afford you folks. And she was hesitant and, and starting to doubt everything that we'd done together. So we looked at, right, what else is going on in your life? Just talk to me about other stuff. And she said, oh, don't ask. She said, the family, they're getting on my nerves. My kids are so lazy. They throw their bags on the floor after school. They don't help me. My husband is not doing anything around the house. She was feeling flat out burnt out. Yeah. Um, and when I asked her, why don't you ask these guys for help? You know, they're teenagers, they're big people, they can help you. She says, oh no, the women in my family, we don't, we do everything. We, we, we really believe in serving. We're, and she actually said, we're not important in the family structure. So I said, that's it. I am not important is a deep core belief that you have. So if I am not important, that equals I have no value. So as you've got, I have no value deeply positioned in your gut and your heart and your energy field, of course you're going to attract people that are matching that belief that I have no value. So they're going to say, I can't afford you because they don't see your value. Yeah. So again, it's looking at what are you, what are you getting? Your results never lie. Your results never lie. They're always the truth, but the, what's true for that part of you. Yeah. So if people are getting like resistance on sales calls, they're getting people that don't see the value in spite of them knowing that the message is on point and all of that is good. Then it's about, okay, what's inside of me yes. that is being reflected. And you've got to get good at interpreting your results oh, from gosh. an energy point of view. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is such an excellent point because for sure I've seen that as being a big problem that people struggle with is that interpretation piece it's like just like you said whatever you're feeling whatever struggles you're experiencing your inner self and even the universe for that matter the spiritual universe I mean is in its own way actually trying to give you some really important feedback that it means to be helpful (laughs) feedback and the the thing i think that trips us up is that we are not able to correctly interpret that feedback yeah 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 we misread it and it's like people say i've man look what i've manifested and they manifest all this good stuff but then when it's bad stuff they go what's happening i didn't ask for this you've got to learn that you can't pick and choose your manifestations you're manifesting all of it Mm. And so, as you say, when you get good at interpreting mm. and, and how you interpret is by dialing into 
look at the experience how does it make you feel yeah because how it makes you feel and when you can verbalize okay it makes me feel like this makes me feel slow it makes me feel left behind it makes me feel lacking in value then you're getting closer to the belief that's under the surface yeah yeah why it's like the the example is the broken leg you know when somebody gets a broken leg they say i didn't how did i attract this broken leg i wasn't thinking about injury or broken legs or i wasn't how did i manifest this well how does the broken leg make you feel well it makes me feel slow makes me feel like i'm slipping behind people it makes me feel like a burden whatever your interpretation of how it makes you feel is that's it the universe has given you a match to that belief structure yeah so powerful and so simple but we get so knotted up don't we we don't see it because we're in it right so sometimes it takes time to step back Mm. and really take the breath and and then you can start to interpret yes look at things from that bigger picture perspective or get someone else to help you uh figure out that bigger picture perspective yeah 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 and that's yeah. why we need co- we all need coaches we all indeed, have our blind spots indeed 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 and for sure i have seen this again and again like i gave that example of when i stopped getting actively coached and mentored for a year or so forth um and then you know what i i did it again <laughs> like a few years later I did it again. I was like, okay, I'm in a great space and this and that. I'm going to take a break from getting coached and mentored. And I did fine for a few months. And then before you knew it, I was flipping again. (laughs) But thankfully, the second time I did that, I got myself much sooner. And I was like, okay, I got to plug myself back into the system because it's just about you know that system of support and accountability that helps you sort of stay on track uh and just you just need reminders it's like one of the most uh, i i think important lessons that i learned as a muslim is you know again and again in in our holy scripture the quran it just says uh we created people as forgetful and so you need frequent reminders and so the quran actually repeats a lot it's very repetitious um, Mm. but it it repeats things and then it says and we're repeating because we make people forgetful yeah it's true and and it's the same thing you know when you fall in love with i don't know a motivational speaker or a particular book There are, there are books on my shelves that are so well thumbed because I've read them over and over. I've listened to a YouTube video, the same one, so many times because every time I hear it, I'm hearing it from a different level of consciousness. So yes. I get the new a new message every time yes. or I hear it and it just lands where it didn't land before. And yes. so repetition, I think, is, is absolutely critical for this growth. Um, And you just made me think as well when you talked about sort of that when you go into that state of complacency or that it's 
it's because we have a paradigm and so it's so real for us to be in that paradigm and can't see beyond it so it's having yes the accountability and the support but also to be challenged like yeah. you have this belief is it true well it's true for me but is it true really true oh maybe not and then you can have a, a paradigm shift or an expansion of your own level of sort of awareness i think it's i think it's so powerful i love this work i love this world <laughs> Yes. Oh. Yeah. And I am having so much fun talking to you. And we're running out of time. Oh no. So we're just gonna <laughs> bring you back so we can keep talking uh yes, about I'd more love that. Thank you. aspects of this work. Um, do you have any last things that you would like to share for right now? Um well, all I would say if if there's coaches out there who are kind of feeling the pain of, of you know, feeling, I know that big, big pain points of feeling frustrated, feeling overwhelmed or feeling stuck and stagnation and all of that kind of stuff. And all I would say is, you know, from the, the coal face, it's about staying in your lane. Just stay in your lane. Trust yourself. You know, we get all the shiny, shiny object syndrome, isn't it? Where we start to look at courses and the next solution and the next solution. You've just got to come back always to self. You are the source to self of everything you need. And so when you can stay in your lane, that's going to be powerfully serve you. Yeah. Yeah. And I will just remind everyone that please also stay in your lane and make sure you're surrounded with support and accountability uh i i think it's really really like when we're talking about making change fun and easy making sales more fun and easy it's really important to to have um you know that ongoing support and accountability so whether it's yeah. that you're working with a coach or uh, you know not even necessarily just with a coach but maybe being part of even a larger community uh um that you can feel and get that kind of support from um and uh, yes so one source of support that you can hook into if you're struggling with sales you want to make sales more fun and easy is connect with Sane. and we're going to be dropping her links in the show notes so make sure you check out those show note links and uh, get the help and support that you need <laughs> thank you so much and yeah so until we connect next time i just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy